Hello. This is the podcast that tells stories of criminals who pose as caregivers to hurt the aging population. We have changed names, dates, and locations to protect the identities of the victims and their families. All stories are true and all deserve to be told. This is Jen. And this is Sarah. Welcome to Criminals Who Care. Hey Jen, how's it going? Hey Sarah, I'm, it's good. I'm, I'm happy. Do you know why? Why are you happy? I don't know if you can tell the difference, but we sound amazing. Oh my gosh, we do. We got new equipment from Santa. And let me just tell you, we sound like butter compared to what we were using before. So before we were using a cardboard box under a blanket <laughs> and we had like one little microphone where I think at one point we were recording off of like the computer audio. It was very weird. But now we are like legit have like headsets and microphones that like weigh a lot. Yeah, like it, was, heavy. it was rough times, but we're moving on up and we just hope that you can tell the difference in our sound and that you enjoy us. Yeah, and, and part of the reason that we were able to do this, thank you so much for the downloads and for listening to these stories that need to be shared because that's part of the reason that we were like, okay, it's okay to get equipment now. People actually want to know these terrible stories that happen to these innocent people. Yep. Elder abuse is real and we have to talk about it. We have it's not to. not talked enough. Someone has to do it. Okay. And you know what? Today I'm going to do it. I can't wait. Okay, so I have this really cool story. Well, it's not cool, but it's very interesting. The reason I like it is because um, this woman is from Las Vegas, and you know that I love Las Vegas. You sure do. Vegas, Vegas, <laughs> Vegas. Her whole wedding, she got married there. Sorry to take the, the, the star from you. She got married there. And the entire time, anytime we were together, all she did was chant, Vegas, Vegas, like the whole time. So she really likes Vegas. I was really Vegasing, if that makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a good time. This is going to be a good story. And it was during, did you mention it was my wedding? Yeah. We got married there. Yeah, we went to Vegas. We're like, yeah, I mean, no, no one will really come. And then, like, we ended up having to rent out like a nightclub to fit all the people in there because everyone's like, wedding in Vegas, I'm there. Yes. So it was, it was awesome. Um, but today is not about me and reliving my wedding day in Las Vegas at the SLS hotel. <laughs> Should have put that in there. Um, catered by Bizarre Meats. Just saying. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> oh, that was my favorite part of it. They had cotton candy foie gras. I don't know. It, it was quite interesting. Yeah. It was. Feel free to correct how we're we're talking no don't correct me <laughs> i'm can. always right okay so i'm going to tell you the story about aunt annie okay so she is 76 years old from las vegas she has lived there her whole life so one thing that i have learned from one of my wedding planning in las vegas is my wedding planner said the locals either don't play at all like they don't gamble at all or they have like serious gambling addictions mm. um but i guess that aunt annie is actually the exception to the rule um because she she okay so she enjoys going to the casino 
she likes listening to the live music. You know, they have like live music there and Mm -hmm. eating lunch there and playing penny slots. And the people close to her say that she does not have a gambling problem. She just enjoyed it for fun. Um, She also enjoys bingo and would often play at senior centers or casinos because they also have, you know, bingo at casinos. And she loved watching Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. She sounds like a very fun lady. I want her to be my friend. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I wonder if she'll go to the SLS with me. (laughs) Maybe she, I don't know. Okay, so Annie was in fairly good health. Although she needed some help walking longer distances, she used um, a rollator, which is, you know, one of those walkers that rolls and then Uh you can sit around and sit on it. Yeah. Um, A.K.A. a Cadillac is what we call them. Yes, we do call them that. (laughs) (laughs) But walking long distance was difficult. So she would go to the casino, but she would need to take multiple rest breaks uh, because she refused to use a wheelchair. And let's, and let's face it, those casinos are huge. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Some of them are, I mean, it's like a convention center. So you, from one side to the other. Even I would get tired sometimes from all the, the walking that entails. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> so um, she refused to use a wheelchair. So when she would go out on outings, like either to the casino, the grocery store, hair salon, she had a caregiver named Kristen who would take her. Now, Kristen, um, she would also help her do other things like housekeeping, um, change um, Annie's cat's litter box. Because, you know, sometimes it's hard to bend down and pick up such a big bag full of litter. Run errands for her and go to the ATMs to get cash for the casino when um, Annie didn't want to go out to do it herself. Right. So she'd be like, just go give me some cash and then, you know, Later today, we're going to go over to the Bellagio and and we're going to, you know, win some money or listen to some music or get a sandwich or whatever. Right. So one morning, Annie and Kristen had planned on going to the casino to see a country music, bland, a country music <laughs> band and play slots. It's a typical day. Kristen picking up Aunt Annie, going to the casino, and enjoying music and slots. Okay, that sounds like a great sounds like a great to day to me. Yeah. So this time, once she got Aunt Annie situated at her favorite slot machine, because she had her favorites in her spots at her casinos, Kristen told her she wasn't feeling well and needed to go to the bathroom. So Annie's like, uh, okay, no problem. You know, I might change machines. I might go over to the other one, but I'll, you know, I'll still be in the penny slots area. I'm not moving too far. So uh, Kristen was gone for about 30 minutes. And when she came back, Aunt Annie said something, you know, she's like, Aunt Annie, something just didn't sit well with her from the lunch. You know, sorry, I was gone for so long. So the next week, they were both on their weekly casino trip. Kristen told Aunt Annie that she had to take a phone call from her dad who was very sick. And as we know, casinos can be very loud. You know, like the the games are always popping off right. and people are laughing and having a good time. Um, so this time, um, she was gone for about an hour. All right. Mm, that's a little bit too long. That was a little long. I mean, so... To leave someone that you're caring for. That you're caring for. Exactly. Okay. 
So each week after, Kristen would always come up with an excuse to leave Aunt Annie at the slots and make phone calls, go to the bathroom, get a cup of coffee, or make up these other like random excuses. But it became like every week that they would go. Aunt Annie told Kristen she was lonely and that she left her all the time and she wanted her to be with her and play the slot machines. Uh, but still, every time they went to the casino, Kristen kept making excuses. So first of all, that's really sad because even though she Aunt Annie needs help, getting from one side of the casino to the other. Mm -hmm. She also wanted companionship, which is something that a caregiver yeah, offers. No and doubt. she wasn't getting companionship. She wasn't getting what she needed. No. So um, finally, Kristen stopped making excuses and stayed with Aunt Annie during her visits to the casino. I think that, you know, she's like, okay, fine, I'll just stay with you. Um... At this point, Annie still trusted Kristen, and Kristen would make her runs to the bank again, you know, etc. And when Annie, um, when Annie didn't feel like going out again, so one day Aunt Annie went to the bank with her son Jefferson. She made her withdrawal like normal. Um, I'm assuming she probably got twenty dollars out every week, you know, to go play the penny slots. Jefferson and Aunt Annie noticed that there was a massive amount of money missing. They requested a bank statement from the past six months, and after reviewing the statement, they noticed withdrawals totaling $13,000 over the course of six months. What? Yeah. So let me just tell you this right now. Spending $13,000 on penny slots, oh I mean, that's probably hard to do. I mean, maybe it's not. I don't know. Um, I feel like you'd have to be there for like 12 hours a day to do that. So Jefferson knew right away that the withdrawals came from Kristen. He's like, he's like, okay, mom, she is the only other person. I know you. You are a creature of habit. This is not right. Right. So um, Jefferson knew right away, and so um, he asked for the bank card back from the, Kristen. Yeah. Yeah. And he can't, well, no, I'm sorry. He didn't, I, I apologize. He didn't ask for the card back. He canceled the card immediately, her card that she had. That's a very good yeah. thing to do yeah. until things are figured out. So Jefferson contacted the police, and Kristen was arrested for fraud, and the bank was covered by insurance, so Aunt Annie was able to recoup the stolen money because she authorized her to withdraw from that bank card $20 a week to go yeah. to the casino and play slot machines. And she was just taking out right. massive amounts. And it was her because she was the only other person with it, and they knew because she was there like making the withdrawals because she was right. on the account, you know, as like an authorized user. Not so, a very smart criminal. No. So Jefferson hired a new caregiver, and so this is the good part, um, to which this day is going great, um, but he no longer gives access to Aunt Annie's bank account and instead provides a credit card with a limit which he monitors closely. That's very smart. Yeah, I think I think what she had said, and I, I could be wrong, and I'm really sorry um, to Aunt Annie's person that sent this story in to me, but um, 
it has like a $500 limit or maybe a thousand right. or something like that. And so he gets notifications every time it's used on yeah, his phone. Yeah, that's really smart. Yeah. So, I do that with my credit card. Yeah, so every time it's used, mm-hmm. you get a notification. And yep. so if it's only supposed to be used for things like lunches, grocery store purchases, and then if something seems out of whack, yeah. then obviously you would know. Exactly. Um, but the really sad part about this story to me, I mean, okay, money is money, whatever. But Aunt Annie felt extremely hurt because she was like, I was scammed. And and Kristen was supposed to be my friend. And, and yeah. she kept leaving me and I was lonely. That is so sad. It is. And now she has trouble trusting caregivers. Yeah. Um, even though her new caregiver is doing great, yeah. you know. I mean, this woman is very smart. And so she's like in the back of her head, she's she's just thinking, oh, my gosh, is she trying to scam me again? Is this how they how everybody is? Right. No, that is not. That is not. Because what we need to realize is that Kristen was not a caregiver. She was a scam artist and a yeah, criminal. She was a criminal. So we hope that Aunt Annie's new caregiver will soon be able to bring back some trust and letting Aunt Annie know that she has, Aunt Annie, you know, you have a rotten egg as a caregiver. That's what happened, okay? And not all are like that. Mm -hmm. There are caregivers out there that are wonderful, and that is what a real caregiver is. Um, Unfortunately, you got a criminal. Yeah, but you have a right to be weary of anybody else that cares for you. Exactly. I don't blame her. I would be too. So I just want to say one thing, um, and this is kind of like my takeaway that I took from this story. If you give your caregiver a credit card for purchases, require all receipts and watch the credit card statement carefully mm-hmm. and putting a limit on it, like getting them a separate card, putting a limit and getting those notifications sent to your phone or just watching your credit card statement like every week or something like right. that. Um, and require receipts because if you require receipts then you can see exactly what they purchased and like let's say um, from some of our previous stories where somebody was kind of like buying their own groceries on top of other people's groceries you can kind of compare and being like why are there four bags of waffle fries on here but there's only for one one person that you're buying for right exactly so those are the you know just protect yourself because you never know Right. You can also hire a, uh, a legit company that has caregivers. That, and they have oversight yes. so that hopefully these types of things won't happen. Like Care on the Block, if you're living in the Knoxville, Tennessee area. They service yes. uh, Middle East Tennessee. Yeah, they can currently um, Knoxville, Loudoun, and Monroe, mm-hmm. uh, but we are starting to reach out a little bit. But the cool thing about that is not only are our caregivers or care on the box caregivers extremely vetted um, and experienced, but they're also there's oversight by a registered nurse who right. oversees everything. So it's really hard to pull a fast one, but. Care on the block also doesn't hire criminals. You know, I also want to say (laughs) that typically when a caregiver is purchasing something for a client, we have um, cards to the company, and then we just bill you for whatever we uh, charge in our card. And that's another thing that companies do, and I think that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. So So. I hope you guys learned something from this, and I really hope that, um, Annie, if you're listening, first of all... um, 
will you be my friend? And second of all, um, <laughs> <laughs> just trust your new caregiver. She's wonderful. And Jefferson has said so many great things about her. And just know that you were scammed and it's not your fault and you shouldn't be embarrassed. And you no. should, yeah, it's not your fault. It's a criminal. It's what they do professionally. So we'd love you, Aunt Annie. Mm-hmm. And I hope to see you in Vegas soon. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, guys. Until thanks for next listening. Time. If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe to us wherever you listen and share with your friends so more of these stories can be heard. You can also follow us on social media at Caring Criminals. And until next time, don't forget, call your mom. <laughs>